up, turds? Welcome to the Take It to Heart podcast. I'm your master of the house, Michael Simlin. Uh, joining me today is one of my most proximate co-workers as the resident director of the Colin Brander Hall Incubator of Greatness trademark. And he's also, I believe, the all-time leading tackler at MOC Floyd Valley High School, <laughs> home of the Lunchman. The Lunchman. It's Cody Hughes. Welcome to the show, Cody. Hey, it's great to be here, Mike. Cody will be on uh, fairly regularly. Yes, yeah, so you'll get to know him. But I'm going to grab the talking stick to, to start here. And my take isn't that controversial in terms of the thing that angers me about this, uh, but my solution to the problem might be, might be a new thing here. So I, I don't think that you should be in a romantic relationship with someone who does not re-rack their weights in the gym. Oh, wow. Now, we all know the, the person who doesn't strip the bar and put the plates back. The people that leave the mats, they're just like sitting in the middle of the floor. They don't return the dumbbells. And it's usually like the 25s or 30s. And like six people need them at the same time. But they're just like in some weird corner because someone thought that they're super set 45 minutes ago. They needed to have those available the whole time. So we all know those people like suck. And there isn't there isn't a good reason to be the person who doesn't strip your bar of the weights and all those types of things. Right. But I would say it is evidence of deeper issues of them as a person. Yeah, yeah. And because of that, I would say it's a disqualifying factor. And I don't think you should be in a relationship with someone who has shown themselves to consistently, at least on more than two occasions, has not re-racked their weights. Yeah, yeah. My initial question was, it's probably beyond the the actual incident of not re-racking, and it points to some deeper-lying issue, right? Yeah. That's, yeah. that's where you're going with it. So what is that deeper lying issue that immediately disqualifies them? I think a, a natural inclination to just be an a-hole and okay. to be selfish that in a communal space, right, this is this is happening at some sort of gym where people are paying what seems like a ridiculous amount Probably of money. Probably too much. Yeah. yeah. To be a part of this, there's an expectation that you are taking care of the equipment, that you are that you are contributing your part in, in every sense. So if someone's not willing to do just the simplest of things that, that everyone else is doing, right? This is not like it is asking more of someone to, to do this. The underlying issue here is that they are not willing to do their part in a group setting. Uh, yeah. Why would I think that they would be able to do their part in a more intimate setting where there is even less of like the social pressure? You know, in a gym, if you're not the one that's like racking the weights, it's kind of like especially if it's like the busy time and you just left the squat rack occupied, even though you're not using it. And right, then you right. get all these looks from people like, so you good, you, you done. Can I, and then like, that's not a great situation. And if that like small sense of micro shaming doesn't like convince you to do something, then how would I believe that you're really going to give your best effort in, in a dating relationship where there is like a certain amount of you're required to do some things for another person. Right, right. So do you think the not racking the weights, is that a conscious decision that's getting made? Or is that just something, the way they go about doing it? Like, could that be fixed, I guess, if someone were to be made aware of it? Uh, would you allow that to happen? Yeah, so maybe it starts out with, like, a conversation of, like, hey, so-and-so told me that they saw you in the gym and you didn't rack your weights. I think maybe it's fair to give them a chance to defend themselves i guess a little bit but i i don't think you get more than one free foul to give here. Oh, i was i was gonna say does this get into your it's if it's just something you do one time it's not something you do yet it's just you did it once yeah okay i, I can be on board with that what about if they're doing just curls in the squat rack like do you allow that at all 
in general, just thinking of other weight room things to do. Yeah. What if it's not even re-racking? What if they? What if they're just doing curls in the squat rack? Yeah, I'm generally opposed to that. Again, it comes down to how busy the gym is, right? If there's three people in the gym and someone's just on a treadmill and one of the racks is open, but if you're in there at like a prime time and you're like, you know what? I'm so big that I need to put 10 pound weights on the side of the 45 pound Absolutely. bar and hit my curls instead of using either the preacher curl bar or like the extra barbells that are maybe uh, next to like the deadlift and clean like station. Like a squat rack is the most, like you can't substitute, oh, I'm, I'm going to do my squats somewhere else, right? It's that's like, true. It's squat rack is like, has a pretty focused purpose that gets used for a lot of other things. And that's fine. But if someone's wanting to use it for something that they can't do somewhere else, you have to be willing to like see that station and then either switch like, oh, I was going to do barbell, maybe I do dumbbells, or you're just finding like a space that doesn't require it. It's the same thing. People that do use like the bench press station for like the full body, like curl up, like ab things. Yes. Because you can curl your body up in literally any space where your body fits and just grab a dumbbell or grab a weight, put it above your head. And then you don't need the bench, you know, when I'm or someone else is trying to use it for you to do these ab workouts that are uh, more or less you just lifting your legs and not even hitting your abs. But that's like, I would say a certain amount of inconsiderate. The the Venn diagram of people who don't rack their weights. I love Venn diagrams. (laughs) And people who like use parts of the gym for things like selfishly. It's not quite just a circle, but I mean, it's like 80%. Those are the same people. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think some people are almost running a social experiment where they're just trying to figure out how much weird stuff can you do on different equipment before someone confronts you for being a complete weirdo. Yeah, there are some people it's like, what are you doing on that thing? Yeah, totally. Yeah, you see a decent amount of uh, either Snapchats or Instagrams of I think particularly the 45 year old man who is somehow using a cable machine um, to work on some sort of hip thrust. That is like yes. 100% sexual looking in nature. Yeah, I'm going to say that that dude has also at some point in his life wanted to make sure that he left his plate and 35 on either side of the bench press just so everyone knows. Because I would say that's, that is the worst. When it's an intentional like, hey, I just hit a max, so I'm just going to oh, leave yeah. this here for people to kind of look at. Yeah, check this out. Yeah. Yeah. Because that 100% happens. I wish that wasn't the case, but it is. And I would say most of the time when people don't rack their weights, I'd like to give some people the benefit of the doubt that they are not yet intentionally trying to do that or as overtly trying to show off and ego lift and all those things. But at some point, thinking about it or not thinking about it to the point where you just allow it to happen, like that the results are still the same. You Mm. still have made someone else like strip the barb. So that's why it needs to be brought up and made aware. But after a while, I would say after more than one maximum two instances this is not someone i should be dating like there's no reason that this person should be invited over for a holiday if they are not willing to uh strip a bar or right right so how about this to all dozens of our listeners uh if they're currently thinking right now hey wait a second my significant other totally does this but they also kind of like this person what would you suggest that they do Maybe even over Thanksgiving break, if this is as serious as as it's uh, purported to be. Yeah, I mean, I think you need to have a conversation very quickly. And I would say don't take excuses from him or her on this. Either you make a decision to be someone who does the most basic gym etiquette, or you're not. 
I, I don't think there is any predisposition that would make someone incapable of doing this. I'm also just maybe a little bit more in favor of people breaking up sooner rather than later, <laughs> I guess. And so it's like, if they're like, hey, it's not that big of a deal, I would argue it is a big deal. And I would say you really need to consider if that's someone you're w- willing to like continue to spend time with. Um, because I'm sure, again, this is a seed of a bigger problem. So if they have already shown themselves maybe not the most considerate thinking of you on birthdays, anniversaries, or any sort of special occasion, and they also don't rack their weights, I think at some point like, that's who they are. And mm. I would say you probably can do better. I don't know who you are, but I'm going to assume that you can do better. Yeah, yeah. No, that's fair. Is this a salvation issue? <laughs> I probably would not put it in salvation issue, um, but I would not be surprised if in my role as a deacon, we had to carry through <laughs> on some, some church discipline. Uh, right, right. This was to be, you know, founded in some of our, our members. So, Absolutely. So, yeah, uh, I will quickly uh, say that Dana Van Ostrand, uh, guest who you've already heard on the pod, he has used up his one foul to give uh, in terms of not re-racking his weights. I caught him. Uh, leaving Excellent. the gym uh, and leaving plates on uh, the inclined bench station. Shout out to Amber. Have that conversation with uh, with your man. And, uh, hey, if you loved this or hated this, uh, either way, make sure you let us know. Follow us on social, T-I-T-H podcast. Yeah, we'll be checking comments and uh, hoping to engage with you a little bit on that. Make sure you uh, rate and review this pod wherever you're getting it. Uh, it helps more people find us. Yeah, thanks again to Cody for jumping on. Thanks to Anchor.fm for making this happen. Uh, And keep on rolling down the feed here on launch day. Keep it real, keep it safe.